welcome, welcome, hopefully welcome back. We are Grown A Geeks, and this is our review of the season finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The last episode of the Sam and Bucky show. Before we hit our big hiatus and have nothing to do for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's it's funny because their calendar keeps changing and they made me sad with that because I thought we were going to have uh, Black Widow right here and what if to hold us over till Loki. But we have a little bit of a gap, so we might fill in with some other stuff. A lot of great content out there. But today we are talking about this finale. I really like this. I, I'm, I'm happy that we get to talk about this. Finally, I know it's a little late than you guys normally would have gotten it, but hey, things happen. Life goes on. So we are here. Uh, first off, welcome back, Jeff. What's up, guys? How's it going? It's been kind of kind of weird not having you on these talks, man. A couple episodes <laughs> I really wanted to get your take, get your input, get your feedback. And, uh, yeah, there was a couple of episodes I really wanted to give my take on, but you know, I think life, life happens. I was in the middle of moving and just didn't work out but i'm here now and you know we'll probably touch on some of that stuff as we go through you know the uh, the recap and stuff so yeah okay okay well welcome back black power broker in the house we got him as always we got captain america i am captain america over here will joining us all things marvel doing what he does he is currently in the midst of trying to procure some of these new pops that is the man so after he gets them all and we can all sit and be jealous because he's got all the new pops get them fresh and hot just like these episodes of grown a geek so make sure you smash that like button smash that subscribe button so you can get all this piping hot content fresh off the press when it's ready but uh since we got jeff back i'm gonna let jeff do the hosting i'm, I'm not going run my mouth all night i'm gonna let him get to it and do what he does so well i like talking so jeff on to you all right yeah so like sam said season finale titled one world one people as we all know by now the mantra of the flag smashers so since this is the season finale we know everything was coming to a head grc is getting ready to vote on moving these borders around which a whole lot of lives and you know Carly position to stop it. Uh, so I just want to go around. I usually just like little initial thoughts on just like the finale. How did you feel about it? Did you enjoy it? Etc. I might be frozen. Am I back? You are back. Sorry, I might be frozen. Okay, yeah. Sorry, my grandmother does not have the highest of internet speed, so I may cut in and out. If I do, just you know, talk we'll, over we'll me till I come rolling. back. We'll keep it rolling. But welcome back, because you were you were no longer on the West oh. Coast. You're now local time, and it's great. So we'll yes. get together real soon. And we'll do some uh, roundtables here. Yeah, but yeah. So I just wanted to start with the intro. Um, Will, what are your like initial thoughts on the episode? Look. What's in the box was my whole freaking thing. Like, I want to see what's in the box. Um, starting off, uh, I think it was kind of a, a great little tease kind of going into it. We kept showing them flying and stuff like that. And then we got the, the big reveal. Uh, definitely good. We already knew everything was headed. Everything was just kind of boiling over at this point. So 
we just had to get into the meat and potatoes and then worry about what's on the back end. So uh, I think it kicked off pretty decently and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, I'm just very happy with, you know, the the reveal and then the message they got out and stuff like that, talking about everything. So overall, it was solid and stuff like that. It wasn't the, the best, best of the episodes with that, but definitely number two for me. What you saying? He might be frozen. So um, for me, this episode, I was I was right there with you, Will. I was definitely looking at a what's in the box situation, and like I knew what was coming, but it was just so so pleasing to actually see it. Now, of course, knowing that that was the Wakandan suit, that left a lot of questions for me. Some things I wanted to know, wanted to ask, um, and we did not get to see in the episode evidence of that so it's still you know it's still some questions left for me and i'll I'll definitely get to those at some point maybe it'll be part of the red string conversation we have about it but i like the story that we got here um it was they got right into the action didn't delay you know opened up with a bang as they do but this time i felt like the story that went with it the exposition that came after was a little bit more powerful and i really appreciated once again, Marvel not shying away from things, but taking them head on, saying the words that needed to be said so that people have a voice in this episode. And I was I was very pleased with that. And it was kind of moving. It was kind of moving. Uh, you know, you get to see Isaiah Bradley was a little touched. So it was it was quite a powerful moment. And I'm hopeful that that is evident evidence of the world we're in today so good job marvel yeah i you know i hadn't i didn't get a chance to talk about the last two episodes on here but you know i thought that the way that they wrapped it up just like made a lot of sense um i know a lot of people had a lot of feelings for various reasons but I look at it, even though it's a finale, it's not really like a finale like the end. It's more of a springboard. So I thought that this was like, the story was wrapped up nicely, but a great is to come with Marvel. So <clears throat> yeah, um, I, I kind of wanted, so going through the, um, the storyline of what happened. I, I want to go into like what everybody kind of thought about the um, the reveal of the suit in this episode. Just because usually with suits and a lot of other things, it's very like slow pan and we go through all these different things and we see like all the different parts and he's just like busted to the window. Like I'm Captain America. And, you know, for comic fans, it's very like reminiscent of what happened in the comics where he's kind of just like you all knew it was going to be me the whole time right but um how did you guys like feel about just like the reveal and then even just going into that fight scene where he's fighting gsp <laughs> who i didn't know that was gsp till like this episode really, really? the whole time like it's gsp freaking all the way through captain america has been gsp I know I'm not a I'm not a big UFC guy though, so I don't I don't recognize all those guys all the time like on their own. Yeah, that was that was a big deal back when uh, he showed up in Civil War. That was like you know some not really fan casting, but it was like such well timed casting then. And so uh, no uh, Winter Soldier, not Civil War, but when he was in Winter Soldier, 
that was you know great casting then. So having Batrock on has been has been pretty. It's been fun, and and he's done a really good job as that character. So, it, the first thing that came to mind when I saw that, um, he came through, and you know you hear a lot of conversations that take place, especially like with comic book movies and things like that, where they do all of this diversifying. You know, today's um, cinema is trying to do a better job of diversifying, and sometimes it almost comes off as pandering and not so much genuine diversity. Um, when a character who doesn't have the same level of importance gets changed, whether it be um, a gender swap or a race change or something like that, you know, for some of the minor characters, it's never really a big deal. When you have major characters, it's always something that kind of stands out. Um, since we've had Sam Wilson be Captain America from the comics, this was not something that should have really taken anybody by surprise. The costume reveal, it was very matter of fact. It didn't have the, it didn't, I, I don't know. It was almost like it didn't have the same kind. Like, I almost feel like they made a bigger deal out of us seeing John Walker again than they did of us seeing Sam in the Captain America outfit, you know? And, but I did like that when he showed up, they made a bigger deal of like, he's back kind of thing. Not so much, you know, like Sam's wings had been ripped off and he, he knew he had to do something. He's got to get to New York. So I guess like the power source that's powering up the wings and things like that. There's a lot of questions I have about the suit. And that's kind of what I was saying because they kind of just glossed over it and was just like, okay, here he is. You know, they didn't take the time to really showcase Sam Wilson in this outfit as Captain America. He just stepped into the role and they just kept moving. And so that reveal was, I wanted more from that reveal but it became very, here you go, let's keep going. And I don't think it got the attention it deserved. Yeah, well, what do you, what did you think about the reveal? Um, I actually didn't mind the reveal. That's what I said. Uh, the reason I didn't mind the reveal is because we all knew. We all knew what was going on. We all knew what was coming, despite that freaking. Sam has proved himself time and time again throughout these episodes and stuff like that, and even with his time through the other movies, that he's always been there for Cap. He's always had Cap's back and stuff like that. He's always helped embody what Cap is about. So with him coming in, it's more or less just like, you know, what what, what did Freaky Rody say? Freaking boom. You're looking for this? <laughs> this is what it is. And that's how he came in. It's freaking like, I'm Captain America. And I think that they did a good job. Like, it didn't need to be on the show because guess what? All the social media... All the accounts and stuff that have Captain America have all been changed to Sam Wilson on the freaking cover as Captain America. So he's getting that exposure. He's getting everything. It didn't need to be in the show and stuff like that. It's plastered all over freaking Marvel sites, all over their social media and stuff like that. So like he's getting it. He's it's there and stuff like that. We I don't think we need it much more. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I, at first I was kind of like, dang, that's it. Like he just gonna bust through the window and it's like I'm Captain America and we get to fighting. It seemed like it's like first instinct is like I wanted this big like show like we got for John Walker. But then at the same time, I think like 
that also is just like indicative of Sam's style as Cap. It's like he's a very much like he kind of is just like, all right, well, if I'm going to be if I'm going to be this, I'm just going to do the work and I don't want this parade. I don't want to get interviewed on Good Morning America. I'm not even asking for your acceptance because there's like a scene. There's like the scene after he saves the bus and then he's like walking through the crowd before he gives his big speech. And one of the reporters was like, when did the U.S. government let you be Captain America? And that was just kind of, he didn't even answer it. Yeah, <laughs> It was kind of just like, because that's not how Captain America works. Like it was passed down to me from, from Steve. And that's a stupid question. So it doesn't really even like deserve an answer. So I feel like even the reveal kind of fit Sam's style of being Cap because it was just like, it's not about show. It's not about standing up in front of anybody. It's just about doing the work. And I mean, I think even beyond that, really kind of a metaphor for just like Black people in America. It's just like we here and we do the work. We're in the background sometimes. Sometimes we get the credit. Sometimes we don't. But it's not about what people like let us do. It's about what we decide to do. And when we decide to do something, we just do it. We don't need permission. We don't need people kind of like stepping up and giving us like, yeah, that's right. You're one of the good ones. Go right ahead, Sam. You be, ca- be our Captain America. It's just like, I got the shield. I got the suit. I also like the fact that it was made <laughs> by Wakandans. So the black Captain America suit is made by black people. Um, I just thought that was like a nice little touch. But yeah, that was, I, I, I had mixed feelings about it. But like the more I thought about it, I was just like, well, if he had tried, if it had been done a different way, it would have kind of gone into that same realm of like, am I asking for permission? Like, do I belong? Like kind of all the stuff Sam felt like he it felt like Sam was working through in the beginning of the series. He already got through all that. So once he got to that point, he's like, I don't need anybody to make me feel like I should or shouldn't have this shield. So, yeah, I thought that was I thought it was I thought it was interesting. And it was risky because that was the first time I've seen Marvel do like a new suit reveal like that. Because I think about their suits and it's like Iron Man. It's like every episode he got a new suit and every movie, it's a new way the suit come out. So the first one, obviously, like he made it. Then the second one, he had the briefcase. Then one of them, it was like the nanotech came out of the sweater. And this is like all this cool stuff that they make like a big deal about how the suit is. And for for him to be like in that suit for the first time, it, it kind of was an interesting choice to me for it not to be like a big deal. But um, yeah, so like our heroes are basically in a situation where they're trying to stop world leaders from being kidnapped by Carly and the Flag Smashers. Um, and so they basically get split up. We got Sharon doing some stuff. We got Bucky doing some stuff. And then <laughs> John Walker shows up with that aluminum tin foil shield that he had, which was, I mean, to a degree, it was kind of sad. But um, <laughs> no, it was very sad. <laughs> it was just like the look of his face when he like threw it. And then Carly just gave it like a roundhouse kick. And it was like, oh, oh, this this is not that's not the same shield that I had before. So. 
Well, um, I, I think, but see, it's funny you mentioned that because I do think that was still very symbolic for him mentally. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we, we laugh at it, but I think it actually has a lot of meaning in the show because the last time we see him in the previous episode, he's walking away and he's kind of looking at that one sign on the, you know, the poster on the wall where it's just like cap is back and he's really staring at it. Then we see him again in the post credit scene. And he's like constructing a shield and he's putting his medals on there. And, you know, he's like, well, I'm still cap. I'm still Captain America. I'm still going to do it, you know? And he shows up, he's got the shield. He throws the shield in his mind because he's still Cap, he's thinking he's going to throw the shield. It's going to have this effect. It's going to come back to him and things like that. When that doesn't happen, I think it's a moment of clarity for him. And he realizes that like, okay, yeah, that's not the same. That didn't go the way I wanted it to. And there's there's something else that comes up with the shield later. But I, I think it was, I hope, because I read more into it, I hope that that was the significance of that moment. And even though it's something, you know, a little bit of comedy there, I think it, it really had like that metaphor for him still in his mind thinking he's Captain America and the the harsh reality that he is not Captain America. <clears throat> yeah. So like before we dive deep into them, let's start with like Carly and her crew because you know, I think they I think they thought that their mission was like going well and then Sam shows up and Bucky shows up and Sharon shows up and and John shows up and I think you know it was a little more than I think they probably bit off more than they could chew and we kind of even started to see like some of her followers losing faith a little bit and I think maybe they I don't know what did you guys kind of think about that scene where they where she was like one world and like nobody said one people back and she was like hold on hold on like now, when I say one world, we say one people because she was starting to talk about I'm ready to die for this. And everybody was like, wait, hold on now. Like, what? Do you, how did how did you guys think about I love Will? What did you got? What did you think about like that scene and just the development of the Flag Smashers uh, relationship? I mean, I think she was at the point she's ready to go over the edge. and She's willing to do whatever it takes to to get the mission accomplished. And everyone else is like, you know. Okay, like you've you've been doing some stuff. You gotta remember this has been trailing throughout all the all the show and stuff like that. You you bomb the people in this this building and stuff like that, and you 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 kill Lamar, and then you did this like everything that you've been doing. So that you've been leaving a trail of bodies. That's not the legacy that they were hoping to leave behind. They were hoping to make a difference and make a change, but they didn't expect the amount of bloodshed that comes with it, and that's why they're kind of hesitant because it's like okay, well any one of us could be next and the fact is that you're willing to sacrifice anything to get to this point like you willing to sacrifice one of us to get to here too like what's what's going on so yeah everybody had doubts everybody was questioning you know like what her motives were like is this truly what you're trying to do and so that or do you got an ulterior motive or another agenda because we already got the power broker on our ass and now you're doing this so now we got all the heat it's like, all right, well, this is what you're about. Okay, we're, we're down to do it. We're going to do it. But everybody's still, again, like, uh, I don't know if we're going to keep following her after this. Like, let's just get this done and go figure out what we got to do from there. <laughs> yeah, but we, we sit down for the next meeting. We're going to have to take a new vote. But Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I think 
my thing was like kind of I was even thinking about it in terms of like when you take like the super soldier serum, you're not like invincible. You're like very invulnerable to a lot of stuff. But I think it does create like a sense of invincibility to a degree. And you don't go into situations feeling like, oh, I might die in this situation. You go in like, I'll probably come out on top because I'm, you know, an enhanced superhuman person. So when the person who's leading the pack, who also is a super soldier, is like, we might die. (laughs) It's not like the biggest, that's not a big, that's not a good pregame speech. You know what I mean? Like, no, no coaches in the huddle, no matter how good the other team is, like, hey, guys. We might lose today and that's okay. You know, so like they three, two, one team, like you're not about to three, two, one team after the coach says that. So I definitely felt like they were all kind of like, is she gone over the edge? Has she gone over the edge? What have I got myself into? I was trying to help my family. I was trying to, you know, change the world. But like, if I die, how can I help? If I die, what can I change? You know what I mean? And she was ready to be a martyr and they were ready to just be like, you know, soldiers. Um, what, what, what about you, Sam? What did you think? So, but I mean, we'll definitely hit the nail on the head with that. We, we see that the flag smashers initially started out with a very respectable goal. They, they had good intentions and even their cause was just, and for a lot of the episodes, you were able to sympathize and see it from their perspective. And rather than her go about the right way, because she felt like she wasn't getting the results she wanted. She wasn't getting the, the, the attention of the people that she felt she needed to get the attention of. They continued to escalate what they're willing to do. And she'd already crossed the line when she bombed the building. And now She's telling them, you know, she sold them on an idea and she's no longer about that idea. She's now about this action and they probably didn't sign up for that action. They signed up for that idea. And, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And she was laying brick by brick and was willing to lay as many bricks as was necessary. And I don't think she thought far enough to say that if we do this thing that that will stop it. Like she was willing to sacrifice all her good intentions and be labeled a terrorist, but hoped ultimately that it was still going to make a difference. And I think some of the other people are starting to recognize that like, maybe this isn't the way. And you know, that makes people, cause once you become an accessory to murder that that's, that changes the game. Yeah. So, yeah, so we have the count. So we see, like, you know, they're trying to kill the, all of the the different um, GRC members. There's a hella cool helicopter fight scene again. They like putting Sam up against helicopters. I think that's pretty cool. Um, other guys are in trucks. Uh, Bucky is stopping the truck. And basically, all of it boils down to, you know, the GRC senators are saved. And Carly ends up getting killed. She's shot by Sharon Carter, who reveals that she is indeed the power broker. Um, I believe I call that in, <laughs> around episode three, very, very early. Um, 
Yeah. Um, how did you guys feel about that, like, big reveal? I know some of you guys kind of connected it in some of the other episodes that I wasn't on, but just, like, the reveal in that moment, was it how – did, how did you guys feel about that? That shit was weak. <laughs> that that reveal was weak as hell. Like, yo, I'm, I'm not going to lie. We already kind of saw it leading up to it and stuff like that. You were the first one to call it out, definitely. And so at that, I was kind of like, mm, okay, if they're going to do it, how are they going to do it? And so at that, because, you know, that had to be a little little bit grander. And so at that, just like, oh, you're the power broker. I want four times as much money, which is like. Or I'm going to tell like, everyone who you are. Like, we don't give a shit. And stuff like that. Like, this this, this was stupid as hell as far as her reveal. And so at that, you already tell she had ulterior motives. And so at that with the, the the car scene and the 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 whole I'm throwing this big ass fucking party. I mean, even her parties. just being there. Yeah, like it's just way too much freaking too many coincidences for you to. Oh, I'm the power broker, so that like yeah, we we got that already. Like we didn't even have to do all this stuff. You could have had a conversation when you told us Batrock was coming to to help out, and he could have just mentioned he could have been like, all right, whatever you say, power broker, and hung up the phone, and that would have been it. We kind of just looked at it like, yeah, okay, that's confirmation. But we didn't need that reveal that kind of happened. Honestly, I would have even taken like no reveal and just have the reveal be like at the very end after she gets her pardon. And then she starts calling people like, oh, I got access to this and we about to make a whole bunch of money. Then it's like, oh, snap, she was the power broker. Because if she shoots Batrop and she shoots Carly, she's justified because she's trying to stop them. And then we could just be like, well, you know, you know, life was a little hard on whatever that island she was living on. And maybe she got, you know, a little bit tougher and a little bit more edge to her than what she had before. So she's willing to kill because you got to it's like kill or be killed where she's been for the past however many years. And then at the end, you can kind of do the reveal like, oh, no, it's it's more than that. But I, I kind of agree, like even. It's like the only joy that I had was just knowing that I was the one who put the first <laughs> on the group. <laughs> just being right. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, I kind of was just like, meh, on that reveal and the like kind of Mexican standoff they were having. But it does send us into, you know, the next few things where, you know, Sam, you know, carries her body through the streets of New York, puts her on the gurney and, you know, I think gives one of the more powerful real life feeling speeches and monologues that we've seen in an MCU movie. I mean, I, I know the MCU does have a reputation for touching on the real and, and being able to kind of weave what's happening in the real world into, you know, what we're watching. But I, I, I'll say this, I didn't expect Marvel to go that black. You know what I'm saying? Like I get the black Falcon jokes and even with everything what they talked about with Isaiah, even with Isaiah just being like, no self-respecting black man would ever try to be Captain America. And you start feeling like, oh, well, I don't know how Sam is going to find the courage to just like fight through those words. Because I, because when Isaiah said that, I was like, he ain't lying, like in coming to America. <laughs> but uh, how did what how, what were what were you guys' like thoughts and feelings like during that speech that Sam gave? And just like what were some what were some of the points that kind of like stood out to you guys? I think the biggest the biggest point for me was when he's talking about uh he's talking to the one senator and 
he's literally just like, you just don't get it, you know? And he's like, have you ever, you know, you keep talking about what to do about these people, but have you ever stopped to ask why they're doing it? And I've heard those same words spoken in conversations. And, you know, a lot of times people try to gloss over the message by trying to find fault with the delivery. And when they do that, it's very upsetting. And there are (laughs) any number of real life scenarios that could be used as example, which I won't do it this time. But um, there are some there are very, very real scenarios. And the fact that Marvel zeroed in on those words. You're talking about what to do about them, but you're not asking why. You know, why are they doing this? Why do you have people protesting you? Rather than just try to figure out how to deal with the protesters, why not try to figure out how to deal with why they're protesting? And that to me was that was that was the portion of the conversation that, you know, really really hit home and it again just goes to show the character of Sam Wilson that despite what Carly's done, you know, he still wanted to find a way to save her and he attempted and he tried. And despite that, he wasn't going to let her, you know, I I won't say he wouldn't, he wasn't going to let her be martyred, but he didn't want her to be viewed the way she was. He carried her body, made sure everybody saw it. And he really stood up and did what I feel Steve would have done. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you don't want to make that direct comparison now because Sam is Sam, but it's in that same spirit of human kindness and that good natured, genuine desire to do good. And I think that's why Sam is perhaps the best selection. Um, because that's all he's been about. You know, we'll, we'll even point it even with, as he was saying with the reveal, that's who he is. So he is captain America and his words were every bit of something that needed to be said. And I thank him for having said it. And I thank Marvel for giving him that speech in that scene for him to say. So again, kudos to Marvel. Will? I mean, when it all comes down to the conversation, I mean, Sam's right. Like I said, everything he said was about what it is that, you know, these people go through and you not being on the same side of it. I mean, it's stuff that I've had to endure being in the military, knowing that, hey, I've got orders to go do such and such. And again, I don't know what the people on the other side have gone through. I don't know how the people on the other side see me when I'm coming through with my weapons and my trucks and whatever else and stuff like that. So it's a very fine line freaking to to straddle when you're trying to figure out how to take care of the world, how to take care of people. And that's ultimately what I think is lost in what Sam was trying to portray is like, we're all people. We all need to look out for each other, take care of each other. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, freaking Hispanic, Asian, like none of that shit freaking matters. It's where that people take care of people. And that's one of the reasons why him wearing the stripes was so important and his speech was so profound. So that 
because he's not wearing the stars and stripes to to just try to you know fill you know the role of Captain America. Like he's trying to be Captain America. He's not trying to fill a role. He's trying to show that you know everybody can aspire to be something greater, and if everybody can come together under one banner, no matter you know what the banner is, but you got to work for it. Sam has that. That's the thing. He worked for that, and he he got it. And so at that, now he's trying to do something with it. Whereas, you know, like Walker, it was given to him, and he didn't know what to do with it, and he mishandled it. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes with it. It's with that. So I mean, the speech was everything. It meant a lot. It was powerful, and uh, I definitely freaking have listened to it several times over. So it's definitely one of the staples of the entire. It, it made the episode. That was the climax for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think like for me, it's like one of those things that I think it stood out because so many shows, movies, media forms get this type of speech wrong. Like they have good intentions, but they get it wrong because they're not willing to go there that I was actually kind of like shocked. And I think thing about it that really makes it work like I'm standing up in front of a group of people trying to be inspiring it's kind of like he was actually confronting the senators you know what I mean it was like and 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 you know they tried to brush him off but it was like a lot of cameras and it was a lot of people out there and so you know like if, if he had showed up and it was like a government building they probably would have snatched the shield and been like, bye, we're not listening to this. You don't know what you're talking about. But he's making the speech in front of people, for the people, to the leaders. And I think it, it, it shows like a shift in like the ideology of like who this Captain America is because Steve could be a Captain America for the people and for the government as well because there was a certain level of trust there just based off of who Steve is and, you know, historically, I mean, this is America, you know what I mean? But like black Captain America, Sam Captain America has to, honestly, he has to get the people on his side to keep the government off his back in a way. And so he gives the speech and it's definitely more about, um, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely just more about, um, how can I put this? I think he was saying what a lot of what all the people they're recording would have liked to say to their senator if they had the opportunity to. Um, some of the stuff that really stuck out to me was like when he basically <laughs> the senator was just like, you just don't understand. He's like, I'm a black man carrying the stars and stripes. What don't I understand? That's when I really like leaned forward and was like, OK, Marvel, are we're going to go here. Like, we're going to actually like be open because one thing for Bucky and Sam to have like that conversation like in private and I think for me and for a lot of black people we've had that conversation like in private or one-on-one with like a white friend where it's like you know I, I just don't know I just I'm sorry I never understood blah 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 but the re reality is in public I think what a lot of people have experienced is being brushed off just like you don't get it it's way more complex if I do this, then it has to do this, 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 and this, and this. And I think Sam was just there to remind them that you work for the people. You're supposed to be working to make people's lives better. 
that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here doing. I saved your life and you were helpless. Remember how it felt to be in that truck teetering over the edge with your to your impending doom. Like this is how people feel every day based because of your decisions. And when you guys are making these decisions, you're not thinking about those people who's who's teetering on the edge every single day and reminding them just about how much power they have essentially not to be cliche with a snap of their finger. Yeah. You know, reminding them what everybody went through, you know, we all were together and united as one finding against Thanos. But as soon as that thread is gone, we just go back to our I just felt like it was very, um, and I also felt like, I like what you said too, Sam, where it was just kind of like, it is about um, thinking about others and not just yourself, but also just like, I like where he went with the two, where it was like, you don't want to see Carly 2.0. Yeah. Because they're going to learn from everything Carly did and the Flag Smashers did, and they're not going to make the same mistakes. And they're not going to probably they're probably not going to start their 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 organization with stealing food and supplies and taking grassroots movement. Yeah, it. I mean, it will be, but it won't be like they're not going to start as Robin Hood. They're going to start out as Al, Al-, Al- Qaeda or whatever else. They're going they're just going to come out blowing stuff up because they see that's what worked. That's what you guys responded to. And I think a lot of people, I mean, in real life, there's some real life parallels to that. There's a lot of people who feel a lot of different things and feel like, you know, doing it the right way gets you ignored. I think that's what Carly was going through as well. And she was just like, okay, like, if you're not going to listen to me when I go through and do try to do it the right way, we're going to move some furniture around. Yeah. And... And as soon as you start moving furniture, that's when people start listening. So, yeah, I, I was really, really just like impressed, not only with the fact that they attempted to do it, but with how right they got it. Yeah. Because a lot of times you go into the meetings and somebody, somebody <laughs> in a suit and tie read that script and be like, oh, no, 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 no. no we can't say we this. We can't say that. He's going to say I'm a black man in America. No, no. Yeah, I'm, I mean, the, the idea that <laughs> yeah. I, I almost wonder how much input Anthony Mackie may have had. You know, it's like I'm, I'm curious just to know, like, not necessarily how comfortable he was, but, you know, it was discussed a while back when uh, I forget it was at one of the Comic Cons. He was interviewed and whatnot, and he was saying that he thought, you know, this was the right time in America for Sam Wilson, that character of Sam Wilson to move forward and become Captain America. And you know when you when you watch the news when you get your media news or when you get your news from whatever source you get it from you know you you are seeing a lot of the same headlines that we've been seeing for far too long and you wonder like is this an america that's ready for a black captain america and It was such a powerful moment for the actor, Anthony Mackie, to be able to say the things that he said. And as you said, the fact that they actually got it right, that, you know what I'm saying? It was something that 
a lot of people, maybe not everybody that saw that scene, but a lot of people who watched that episode were able to connect with what was being said. And I'm hopeful that a handful of people who may not have understood it any other way heard it for the first time and it made sense and it helped shed some light on something. It helped this, them. This is what I say. This is what I say. I felt like I feel like there, you know, I'm all right, we three black men. So you know when you watch stuff with black people, you know when black people wrote it, and you know when somebody who ain't black wrote it. <laughs> right. And you know, you know, and, and and you get that feeling when somebody who didn't who wasn't black wrote it, and you're like, you didn't even show this to a black person before you put this on here. You know what I mean? And so for me, I really felt like I feel like this. Most of the black people who I know definitely that scene specifically resonated with them. If you are a person who that scene did not resonate with, go talk to one of your black friends about it and just try to understand why that scene would resonate with them and worry less about why it didn't resonate with you until you've heard their side of the story. And it might not even have to be a black person because I think, you know, you could look at that as, any walk of life and I mean but I don't like I don't like getting into like conflating everybody's like struggles together because we all have different struggles and they all require like different levels of attention and because what Sam was talking about did feel very specifically black because he was talking about his own experience I would encourage you to you know go to a black friend and just be like you know what I, I didn't get this can you just can you just like break this down for me or I have some questions about this and I'm sure people, you know, not like a random black person who you don't really know. So if you don't really have a black friend, like make one, <laughs> give it a couple months and then ask them about it. Don't just ask a black dude at your job who you don't really know. But yeah, I think like because because I, I think it. I, th I do understand on this episode. Just <laughs> I do understand. I do understand where someone could come from where they're like, nah, I'm, I don't want to hear all that. Like, it should just be about the merits and like, who's the best person for the job. But it's kind of just like, who creates the metrics that determine who's the best person for the job. And that, you know, you, you, you start breaking stuff down and you break it down even more and you break it down even more when you get to the raw ingredients and you realize the raw ingredients ain't as pure as what you thought it was, it's a whole bunch of like preservatives and additives that you, can't, and <laughs> that you can't read and pronounce. Whereas with D's and X's and T's and H's next to each other, it's like, I don't even know how to pronounce this, but I'm, I'm putting it in my body. So, well, I, yeah, I, I, I think even for the episode, one thing that should, if, if you don't fully understand it, but you've been watching the series, if you've been watching the show, just take a look at what Isaiah Bradley's reaction to it was. And I exactly. think I think that if you've kind of paid attention to what his character went through and how he felt and some of the things he said, when you see his reaction to what Sam has to say, that is just an, that's that's the start of where your mind should be for that scene, at least. And in any fashion that you can comprehend that part of it, I think that's the the easiest visual that's the easiest medium to interpret what was taking place, you know, um, because Isaiah Bradley was definitely not one to believe that a black man 
could be Captain America or should be Captain America. And after listening to what Sam had to say, because the media was right there and everybody saw it, you see he basically got his blessing. And he he kind of changed Isaiah's opinion on the situation and showed that it could be done and that there was a way to do it, that you could not really have it both ways, but there was a common ground in which it could exist. And so I think that was that was definitely important part. And there's there's actually some other thoughts I have just on Isaiah in general for this episode. So. Well, did we either way lost Jeff uh, for a minute? Go yeah. ahead, Will. Uh, everything. Oh, I think I'm back now. Okay. There you good? All right, carry on. I was gonna go to you next anyway. So, I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, Sam pretty much summed it up. I mean, it, it it takes a lot to understand what what these characters have gone through, uh, and how. Again, bring because that was that was the thing that a lot of people were talking about is, you know, everything coming full circle and you know, kind of hitting on these points that they're dealing with. Uh, mainly with, like I said, Isaiah. So with that, I love the turnaround. I love the the fact that you know he's understanding, and I love that Eli was there to take part because he's been the primary witness to his grandfather's suffering and everything he's been dealing with. So to give the younger generation hope that things can change and so that that and that things can be better can be born anew is a big deal and that's one of the things that i try to teach with my kids and so that that i try to let them understand like it it doesn't matter and stuff like that like you you got to just work for it and so that that it like work comes in many different forms and fashion so that that you got to figure out what works best for you in your situation and make it happen. And that's what Sam did. So that's enough for me. Yeah, I really like the point about Isaiah's turnaround too, because I think that gave it more um almost like validation. That gave that that that's just like yeah, more validation in that like A that Marvel got it right because I think so many times times through media people spend a lot of time trying to find like the black point of view and it's like the the reality is except when it comes to like racism and us being like inferior and white supremacy like black people have a very diverse set of opinions about a various about a myriad of topics you know what i mean and you're not going to be able to walk into a room of 20 black people and everybody agree on the same thing. Like you walk into a barbershop of 20 people and say, who's the best basketball player of all the times? You probably get somewhere in the how course of like four or five different answers, depending <laughs> on how old exactly you'll be there all day. I mean, there's literally like, I mean, ESPN and Fox sports have literally created an entire like slate of programming designed around barbershop debate that really started in the black community because that's just how we talk about things. And we, we have like those that, that much of a difference of opinion and things change based on where you're from in the country. Things change based on your age, things change based on what you're interested in. So just to even see Isaiah give like maybe, and maybe Isaiah, even in that moment, 
didn't necessarily change everything he felt about like a black person being Captain America, but at least he could say in that moment, you know what, that's your point of view and I respect it. And we've got to see two different black points of view on what it would mean to be a black Captain America in this country that's based on experience of being Cap, working closely with Cap, being having different experiences. And so two black people having two various experiences are obviously gonna have two different opinions about what it means to carry on that mantle. And I think that's just like another another place where they got it right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like Sam's story, and I feel like Sam's story was kind of like wrapped up there, even though there was like 30 min more minutes in the episode. I remember watching the speech and I was like, this seems early. And I was like, what are we about to do for another 30 minutes? But, you know, everybody had to get closure. We went down to the bayou, played some Zydeco, saved a boat. And <laughs> Sam, you know, got to look off into the sunset. So y'all want to say anything else about Sam before we quickly go through like Bucky and John Walker and their closure as well? <laughs> Nah, Sam Sam could easily get a spinoff as a result and we could see some more adventures, maybe a season two. Oh, they're already they're already working on in Captain America, America Four the movie. Yeah. So Well, I, I hadn't I hadn't been online all weekend, but <laughs> now you know. I figured I figured that was gonna be a thing. I've been trying to play catch up all day, even in group, even on uh our Facebook group, Grown A Geeks. I've uh haven't really had a chance to partake in all the information. So I figured that was coming and be along yeah. the way. So that doesn't shock me at all. Kudos to Anthony Mackie, my man that came a long way from Clarence. I'm so happy for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of title characters, Bucky, we see him, the Winter Soldier. We see him get his closure as well. He goes back and speaks to... I don't was it Maury? Let me look up his name. What did you say? I think it was, was it Maury? Maury? It was the uh the, it was the older gentleman from the like first first episode yeah. or second episode. Yeah. So he gets his closure with him. He tells him about what happened with his son. I mean, I don't know how much he revealed Yuri. but Yuri. Yuri. Yes. Yuri, not Maury. Yuri. And he, uh, you know, he gets he gets that closure, crosses all his names off his list, and leaves a nice little goodie bag for his uh, therapist because I guess he decides when his therapy's over. I don't, I don't know how that works with court mandated therapy, but you know, it seems like he was making a lot of decisions anyway. So well, um, we'd already decided that she was not that great of a therapist because at all you know sam said <laughs> sam sat down with him had one real conversation with him and fixed and and fixed his trajectory and we yeah. see just following that path he was able to make the change and he basically did the same thing he did the work yeah it was no longer avenging right so how did you guys feel about just like how that whole story ended for him and just like his ability, I guess, to move on. Well, I mean, it's it's we saw a lot of a lot of growth from Bucky when he was down in the bayou and, you know, he was hanging around, had that family time. He wasn't sleeping on the floor. He was sleeping on the sofa to be comfortable like that. You know, we saw that little bit of growth there. I am more curious about now that he. I won't say feels fixed, but now that he's 
done the work and he's made amends. He's, I'm, I'm assuming, gone by and apologized to the people that needed the apologies, given the closure that was required. He's probably not having the same nightmares. Um, I'm curious what he's going to do now. Like, is it just on to the next mission? Does he just regularly team up? Is he going to be contracting? Like, what's next for Bucky? And I like that there's even an option to say what's next for Bucky. Yeah. And so that that makes me happy. And and I I was I was a little thrown when I saw the uh, waitress having the conversation with Yuri, and he was just kind of looking through the window because just me the nosy viewer i want to know like what was yuri's reaction i mean was was did i miss something was yuri's interaction in the restaurant different as a result of having that closure now was it like the time frame he he was at a different spot but you see the waitress look up and she looks at bucky they make that eye contact so to speak and like what's next you know is 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 he gonna stop wearing the sleeve as much is he gonna not always have the gloves on does he get to really have his redemption arc right will bucky what do you what do you what do you think bucky was good that was another one that people were complaining about you know oh freaking his uh the whole thing with yuri it just kind of kind of left behind so that like we knew it was coming around bucky had to figure some things out and again bucky got invited to the cookout Bucky's cool. Bucky, Bucky got the understanding with that. <laughs> he did everything. He even showed up with the store bought cake. We're like, yeah, that, that, that's it. Right? He he in there. So uh, he knew him, not to put raisins in the potato salad. Exactly. <laughs> so seeing him freaking kind of grow and like he learned to, you know, be more understanding. So with that, freaking, he's shedding more and more of his his colder exterior since you know shedding the the Winter Soldier really. So with that, so I think it was great that he was able to give him that closure i like how it was done it was short simple sweet like you didn't need to bang out a whole lot of freaking dialogue for that just kind of like this is what it is and it was me that's about that he had you know yuri had his breakdown and he was able to walk away and kind of like hey good and she's like it's like i got him like i'll take care of yuri you know i'll be all right and that's it like we're good we don't need to do much more and i think freaking you know marvel wrap that up you know nicely yeah, I definitely agree about just like being curious about what's next. Like he even said a line where he was like, I've been just going from like fight to fight to fight since like 1941. <laughs> so, you know, for him, it's like, does he know how to slow down? It's almost like, you know, how like a lot of music artists are just like, I need the drugs for the creativity. But then when they get sober, the music gets bad. It's like, are you going to be like a bad fighter now or? What what's what's gonna go on? Are you gonna be able to even like do this or you know, cause what else can you do with that big metal arm? It's like you're not gonna buy, you're not about to go be like a pastry chef or nothing like that. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm curious about like what his what's next. And I mean, I'm sure we'll see him in the MCU some more, probably in the next Captain America movie. Um, but I think his story got wrapped up nicely. But it was just kind of one of those things where it was like we had like the big impassioned speech from Sam and we were kind of still focused on that a little bit. And so everything that came after that was kind of just like, well, all right. Yeah, that's cool. That's nice for them. 
okay, cool. Yeah, they're at the bayou. Oh, he's macking on Sarah again. Cool. Like, are you about to be stepdaddy soldier or <laughs> the winter stepdaddy? The winter stepdaddy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Actually, I mean, truthfully, I think he's probably going to go back to uh, Wakanda and go have another conversation with Ao. Okay, White Wolf. So um, anyway, <laughs> let's uh, Walker. Finally, oh. John Walker. Yes, everybody's favorite Captain yes. America. Um, yeah, we talked about him a little bit earlier. I think me and you kind of have a little difference of opinion on that moment of clarity for him, but I think that he, I think his moment of clarity was like after Sam's speech and realizing that like Sam gets what it means to carry that shield because he's carried it and it was too heavy for him and he ended up dropping it on somebody's head live on Instagram. And he saw Sam basically in the same situation and he used the shield for what it was meant to be used for to protect people. Yeah. And so I think the thing that I'm curious about with him is you got the superpowers now. Now you're U.S. agent and you're in bed with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. But she don't necessarily seem like the most savory character. So... What is the, I'm I'm curious about what the lesson that he learned is. Is the lesson he learned so, like, yeah, I don't have what it takes to be Captain America, but I can still do some stuff to like help. It's just gotta be off the books and under the table and nobody know about it. Or what? Well, and and I, I'd first want to point out my name today is US Agent Finally. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so I I think we have to give Walker just a little bit of credit and a redemption arc because he got a redemption arc in this episode. Um, after having gone completely off the rails, he had an opportunity to avenge Lamar. He had an opportunity to be the person everybody was. And when I say everybody, I mean like the fans, everybody watching the show to be the person we thought he was or the, that he was going to become. And when it came down to it, you know, he's looking at a shield and I actually thought like at one point he's holding it and he can see that medal. And apparently that medal of honor was on the inside and it's there kind of as a reminder. And I, and well, I don't think he put it there as a reminder. I think he put it there as like a, um, like a negative impact motive motivation type thing. They, this is what they took from you kind of thing. But he had this moment, the truck is teetering and he's looking carly's right there he can either go after carly or he can save this truck with the grc people inside and the next thing we know the shield is on the ground and the truck is being pulled back by john walker and that was the moment where they they kind you can even see where they like kind of team back up with walker and allow him to continue working with them because they can see now he's there for the right reason and he's not without a chaperone <laughs> and without a chaperone, you know, like he's making I don't know, with the chaperone because Bucky was like, no, I'm going to go in. Well, so even so, but him. but even then he allowed him to be with him as opposed yeah. to like not trusting his backup because he's, you know, he's at least showed that his judgment is there. And that's one of those moments where if we just take what Sam says, do the work, 
this is one of those times where like, you know, initially when he first became Captain America, he became Captain America because he had always been doing the work. And once he got the shield, once he got the outfit, he stopped doing the work. He wanted the work to just be done because he had the shield, because he had the costume, because he had the title. He didn't feel like he had to work anymore. And now here is an opportunity for him to get those same results, but he decides to do the work again. And, you know, saving that busload of people was, was a redemption moment for me anyway, if, if for at least me to say that, okay, maybe Walker's not quite as bad, you know, like he's, he's come around, he's come to grips with what's what. And that's why I say the shield when he had it, cause he came out there with his shield in his mind, he was still captain America. When she kicked that little shield out the way, like it wasn't <laughs> yeah. nothing. Clearly, he's not Captain America. And he's kind of recognizing that. And he's like, okay, I have to approach this a little different. Let me not try the same things because they not working. After the speech, of course, you know, he and Sam, they connect and they look. And he's like, okay, you know what? You're right. You're definitely worthy. And you, you know, it might even be you're more worthy than I am. He can probably admit that the shield was too heavy at that point. And I like, and I like that analogy. He can say the shield was too heavy. So now him getting into bed with Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, it's a question as to who she really is. And, you know, is she really like, what, what does it mean that she's Madam Hydra and all that? Because she's technically a new character in the MCU. So we have to really wait and see what that character means. And maybe that's something that they'll explore later. If in fact they go the Thunderbolts route, you know, but she's clearly supposed to be somebody with some power in the, in the upper end. And, you know, it looked like they were in the same room where he was discharged as captain America, that he seemed to be reinstated as like a private contractor or like a U.S. agent. So I was happy about that. And I was like, all right, good turn. Good turn. Well, what did you have? Because <laughs> I think, I think Look, Jeff is man, on it. Uh, I'm not going to fully give it to him. I don't want to give it to him yet. All right. I think he had a moment so at that where he's kind of realization, but again, he was he's telling a lie. So at that about freaking to the family, like, hey, I got Carly's or I got the murderer. It, you know, wasn't Carly's the other guy. Like, I got Lamar's murderer. So at that. And it seemed like he was really believing that. He was believing his own fucking hype. And then the fact is, when they say we're taking it away from you, he didn't stop. He didn't take off the uniform. He didn't freaking, he went and made his own shield to go out there and still continue doing what he's doing. So he's still drinking his own Kool-Aid to a degree. So at that, now when he had the moment where he saved them instead of going after, you know, Carly and them, so at that, was it a moment where it's like, yeah, I can actually do some good to help some people or hey, if I save them, maybe they'll see that I'm still here and let me be Captain America or, you know, still be somewhat in here and stuff like that. We don't know. You don't know his train of thought and stuff like that. So we can what if this shit to death and stuff like that. But again, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Like, I don't know if he's got ulterior motives because what did he say once he finally got that suit on and stuff like that? I'm back. I'm back. Like, that was all he's trying to get back to freaking being in there. He didn't want to leave. He just want he just wanted to be back. He wanted to be in a thing like that's all he knows. Right. That's all he really believes with that. So and I think that he's willing to do whatever it takes to get there. So if that involves hurting a couple more people to get there and stay in that position of power to a degree, 
I think John Walker is willing to do it. So, yeah, I'm not going to give him a full redemption. I think he's still figuring shit out. I know he went from bad guy to anti-hero. That's the best. That's that's what I'll give him, and that's why I, 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 I still won't give him that. Okay. We'll we'll pick up on that one later. <laughs> yeah, I got to see what he does next to give him anti-hero. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I kind of I'm kind of in Will's same boat. In the moment when he chose to go after the bus, I was also thinking about the fact that there were so many people like they're recording. That it's like last time you was on camera, you made the wrong decision. This time you got to make the right decision. Just you showing up, just him. If he had showed up without the shield, I would have been like, okay, he's here to try to like help and do good. But because he came up with that dollar store shield, I was just like, all right, here we go. Like you trying to, <laughs> you trying to pull some old like, no, I'm the real cap. No, I'm the real cap. And it's like, no, bro, it's not you. Is and it never and it honestly never will be you because you you cross the line that like where you can't be. It's like it's like that meme where people are like, oh well, he is what America really is versus like Steve Rogers being like what we want everybody to think America is. But the reality is, Captain America needs to be the illusion of America, not the reality of America, which is kind of goes into what like you know julia louis drivers character says at the end where it's just like you know you're gonna have to get your hands there and it even goes back to a conversation he had with like lamar where he was just like you know everything we did everything we were asked to do it wasn't necessarily always on the up and up but i just follow my orders and he's just the kind of guy that he needs orders so i can't even call him an anti-hero because is he working on his own like volition is he working is he making like the call or is he just somebody who needs to be sent somewhere with a task and accomplish it and then get back home and wait for the next set of orders? Because in that respect, he's he is just like an agent. He's a he's a spy. He's a super he's a soldier. And that's what he knows how to do. And it's like cap, being Captain America is so much more than that. Again, going back to a conversation that him and Lamar had, and he's just like all the interviews and this and that. I just want to do the job. And Lamar's like, that is the job. It's all the soldier stuff. It's all the spy stuff plus the people stuff. Yeah. You know, and he just, he doesn't, if you don't have the people stuff, the you soldier know, stuff won't just, matter. Yeah. Not I mean, if you want to be Captain America. If you want to be US agent, that's cool too. And I think he was content enough US just agent, being able to go finally. out there and just follow orders. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so does any, anybody have anything else that you guys want to talk about with this series? I know we're going to do probably a red string at some point. I broke this up with some shit. We know that. Like, okay, like, whatever. Give a shit. <laughs> you see her Captain America 4, or what somebody was pointing out, freaking, this is a, you know, WandaVision was a series finale freaking was captain america and winter soldier a series like a season finale or was it a series finale are they going straight to the movie will they come back to the series freaking at some point i don't fucking know Low at this point a couple weeks <laughs> at this point i'm at this point i'm calling everything a series finale i'm treating the i'm treating the like shows like little just like one-off. team up spinoff one-offs yeah. that connect us to like the main comic story if we because co- it's like 
we don't know what no matter what happens in the movie like they could come up with like different show ideas and just the shows are just like fillers with different characters and team-ups and stuff but villain of the week type thing yeah for sure i think the um only other, only other thing i want to point out is um isaiah bradley's statue in the cat memorial at the smithsonian um i appreciated that his his history that had been erased <coughs> excuse me his history that had been erased was now memorialized to show a portion of the sacrifice he gave um i am curious to what would be written on his and how much would be redacted and edited and altered and such and i have to say like i'm kind of curious they did not have whatever costume he had on display just the soldier in his uniform in his greens what's the proper terminology will yeah his uh this is his greens I mean, it depends like with armies or that this is they change their names so damn often whether it's woodlands ocps that was that was his formal uniform. ceremonial uniform. Um, that was his serv- his service uniform. His service uniform, and you know I'm curious as to what his cap uniform or what his super soldier uniform would have been, and you know, but we'll take that step, and we can yeah. grow from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like we got a black man in here. And I mean, even beyond that, like in that world, we now have a black Captain America. In this world, you know, we're going to have a lot of black kids running around maybe as Captain America for Halloween this year. And, you know, even just with like Chadwick's like passing and not having, you know, Black Panther alive in that way anymore, I think having one of the like flagship heroes of, marvel being you know a black man is super super important and we're getting you know roadie's getting his show coming up soon so marvel you know Wars. yeah you know marvel 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 about to be you know marvel's getting invited to the cookout <laughs> marvel's about to be the cookout in the same they, they trying real hard but i but i i applaud them for it and you know for all the times we've heard conversations where we hear diversity is so important and representation matters, I don't want to take away and make light of its existence. And I, I, I thank them for the contribution and I appreciate it. Um, got to spend the weekend with my nephews and surprisingly enough, everybody was up on watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I was able to get my viewing in this weekend and the whole family sat down to enjoy it. There was questions galore. Oh my God, they had so many questions, but everybody was able to sit and enjoy and they liked what they saw on screen because of what they saw on screen. So kudos to Marvel. So. Well, definitely freaking, if y'all are trying to get anything, go out there, freaking all, right. all, all the merchandise is out there. Go get it, all the Captain America merchandises. Is out there for sale. That's what that all the various vendors, pops and T-shirts and Marvel Legends and stuff like that. And if you get I, some, I gotta get me some new Captain America shirts now. 
I'm waiting for the have little wings on the on the shield. I got to have yeah. a shield with wings on it. <laughs> Jeff, you know anybody that's designed yeah, some new de- Captain definitely. America shirts? <laughs> uh, not me, but you know, definitely check out. You know, I know there's some at Box Lunch, Hot Topic, Target, Walmart. Okay. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reality of it from working in industry. If you don't buy it, the stores will be like, it doesn't sell. This is why we don't mind. Mom. So we got to buy We got to buy the merch. You got to buy the merch. That's the only way they're going to keep buying the merch is if we buy it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a good place to wrap. Like, like I said, we got a couple weeks break for Marvel, but we're going to be talking about maybe some other com- some other content, maybe some Mortal Kombat, maybe some reboot stuff maybe some original ideas maybe some more top fives you never know when it comes to growing eight geeks we got so many ideas so many brilliant minds that can come up with stuff for us to talk about and you know if you listen to our shows you know we could talk for hours and hours and hours but right now it's a good place to wrap um if you haven't already done it please make sure you smash that like button smash that subscribe button ring the notification bell and leave a comment below we love to hear from you guys um but yeah we look forward to seeing you guys in the group we look forward to hearing you guys opinion about our shows about what we're talking about and we will catch you guys next time so for sam will and myself jeffrey peace Thank you for listening to Grown Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grown Geeks.